Business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. And this is the Avion Money Show. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be with you again. It is January 2021, and it's definitely a different world. South Africa is under a almost under lockdown, under a stage um, a situation where everybody's very concerned, everybody's very nervous. And whereas before we all knew somebody who had suffered from COVID, unfortunately now. A lot of us know somebody who's passed away from COVID. So first of all, our condolences to anybody who has lost somebody in this tragic, tragic time. And we wish everybody who's not well a speedy recovery. And I personally just beg everybody to take every precaution they can to be careful, to be safe, to take this as seriously, as seriously as they can. And the simple precautions of keeping social distancing, avoid going out, keeping your hands clean all the time with sanitizer and soap and making sure that um, you don't touch your face if you've been out in a public place before you've had a chance to, to to sanitize and keep yourself clean. Well, anyway, let's get on to business stuff. I don't know how many of you receive bills. Well, we all receive bills and they come fast and furious. And there's nothing more frustrating than opening a bill and not having a clue what's going on in it. You've got a, a bill you look at it and you can't work out what you're being charged for, how you're being charged, what it's all about, what you originally agreed with and what you didn't originally agree with. So the area that I think freaks most of us out is on the legal bills. So you get a legal bill either from a lawyer attorney or an advocate that you are working with or somebody that has sent you one and you're not quite sure how and when you're being billed. And often one's careful and a little bit apprehensive to call them and say, please, can you explain the bill, especially if the lawyer's working for you on a case? And that's why you don't need to worry anymore because there's a company called Legal Lens and there are two young people, Yusha Davidson and Kathleen Jane Pulser, who are the co-founders of Legal Lens and they're on the line and they're going to demystify all this for us. Yusha, Kathleen, welcome to High FM. Hi, Avi. Thanks so much for having us on the show today. We are looking really forward to chatting to you and your listeners and just telling you a bit about Legal Lens, how we came up with the idea and, yeah, what our solution offers. Fantastic. So tell me what, since you've already stolen my first question, just keep talking. <laughs> okay, so maybe just to tell you a bit um, about how we came up with the idea. So during the first lockdown, we decided to really delve into the legal tech space, both locally and abroad, and just explored how technology could be implemented in South Africa to improve legal services. So it was during this time that we realized that we had an immense passion for legal tech, especially um, both myself, Yusha, and I being admitted attorneys. Um, law is something that's always sort of been um, a part of our lives and a part of our passion. So we applied our experience as attorneys and brainstormed how we could better certain legal services by utilizing tech. So we came up with, a, with loads of fantastic ideas. 
which we plan on exploring later down the line. But there was one idea that particularly resonated with myself and Yusha. And this idea stemmed from the experience shared by many South Africans. So legal services are extremely expensive in South Africa. I couldn't even afford to use myself as my lawyer. So we started started looking at all the different factors that contribute to legal fees being excessive in South Africa. And the one factor that really stood out to us, an idea actually came to us while shopping. We had received our toll slip and, you know, being the pedantic lawyers um, that we are, we went through the slip line by line to check if there were any errors or problems with the slip. And it was very interesting. I mean, everyone is able to go through their shopping toll slip and check if there are any errors. But is this the reality when receiving any form of slip or invoice? And more importantly, does this happen in the legal space? So in the legal space, when a client receives an invoice from a lawyer, more often than not, the client has absolutely no idea what each line item truly entails and whether the action justifies the amount that gets charged. So how do you possibly know whether your legal invoice has errors or whether the amount is in fact justifiable. And Avi, the the harsh truth is that for so many South African companies and individuals, you simply don't know. So as soon as we got home, we called up some of our friends and family to ask them what they would do when they received a legal invoice. And the overwhelming answer was simply, you know, I was shocked at how high the fees were, but I paid And this realization then sent us down on a crazy few months um, of intensive research into legal fees in South Africa. Um, And then basically what had happened was when doing this research, um, we found the report um, done by the South African Law Reform Commission um, into the investigation into legal fees which basically alerted the public that unethical and improper billing practices by lawyers is a pervasive reality in South Africa. So this is quite um, eye-opening for us as well, as I said, being something that the the commission had actually looked into. And in that report, the commission noted that access to justice is severely hindered by the fact that legal fees are excessive. And by legal fees being excessive and then having unethical and improper billing practices, that obviously just exacerbates the problem. So the commission suggested that a mechanism be implemented to prevent the occurrence of this unethical and improper billing practices. But they were unable to actually develop or suggest a suitable solution to this significant problem. And as you know, the COVID-19 pandemic has placed an even greater need on individuals and on companies to prioritize reducing wasted expenses. And inflated legal expenses are one of those areas. So following our own extensive market research and from personal experience as attorneys, we found that legal invoices reflect a number of errors and billing practices that actually result in legal fees being inflated by up to 60%. Wow. 
Oh my word, I tell you what, Kathleen, on that shocking statistic. Let's take a quick break. We need to run to the shops quickly. Someone needs to pay for the show. And um, let's quickly go take some adverts. And then when we come back, let's pick up from that point. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. It is 21 minutes past 12. And on the line with me is Yusha and Catherine. If you haven't been listening to me until now, they are two young attorneys who started a company. And the focus of the company called Legal Lens is to understand how legal bills work so that when you get your legal bill from your attorney, you can actually go to somebody and they will be able to interpret it for you tell you whether you're being charged correctly or incorrectly, what the correct and appropriate tariffs are, etc., etc., etc. Right. And Catherine, I sort of cut you off there in order to run to the shops, but you're saying to me that uh, that up to 60% of all bills are overcharged or all, all bills are charged by 60% over the normal tariff? Yes, the latter. So wow. um, it, it's quite frightening that percentage um, and obviously, having having seen that you know legal invoices can be um, inflated by up to sixty percent, we wondered why this was the case and why um, companies and individuals are not actually you know taking on the lawyers about um, these inflated legal invoices. And so we did some, like I said, some research into this and found that companies and individuals are unable or reluctant to review legal invoices due to the administrative nature of the task, a lack of understanding of what constitutes a justifiable basis to seek a reduction, and then they have a fear of disrupting the close relationship with the attorney. So with that in mind, we decided to start Legal Lens, and I think Yusha will just speak to what Legal Lens does exactly. Um, so before you get into it, that really can, that really resonates with me because if I've got an attorney, if I'm using Catherine to help me defend myself against Yusha, and all of a sudden I turn around to her and say to her, listen, I think you're overcharging me. Mm-hmm. And now the same, the person who's in my corner in the boxing ring is now a little bit antagonistic towards me. It just makes me feel very exposed. Yes, exactly. And and I think that that fear of disrupting the relationship is definitely one of the more um, prevalent factors as to why client, uh, individuals and companies choose to rather just pay those legal fees, especially if they're going to be using those attorneys again and again and again, and it's an ongoing relationship. So just to kind of okay. keep the fees, they just pay the fee. But that is actually, in fact, you know, not pay to the to the individual or to the company. Fair enough. Okay, Yusha, what, how, how do you how did you guys get the technology all together? So, uh, with Legal Lens, we developed Legal Lens. Um, it now serves as the only effective solution to prevent improper and unethical legal billing in South Africa. We okay. utilize artificial intelligence, machine learning, and a team of experienced attorneys to digitally review unpaid legal invoices and reduce legal fees of companies and individuals by up to 60%. We, our experienced um, attorneys handle all the discussion with our clients' attorneys regarding the fees in dispute to ensure that that relationship between the attorney and the client is not only maintained, but that the relationship is strengthened. 
um, Legal Lens maintains analytics on individual invoices and on aggregate in order to provide our clients clients with better insight on the legal spend. So how does it actually work? A client simply has to upload the unpaid legal invoice, fee structure, engagement letter, and any other requisite documents onto our secure online platform, or they can send it to us via email. Our code then red flags narrations in the legal invoice, which our experienced attorneys have identified as resulting in inflated legal fees. Our experienced attorneys will then review the red flag narrations and provide the client's attorneys with a list of objections to that legal invoice. As I said before, we will then handle all the discussions with the attorneys regarding the fees in dispute to maintain and strengthen that relationship. And once once um, legal ends and the client's attorneys reach agreement on the reduced fees, the client will be provided with a newly reduced invoice. The client will then have to make payment of our fee and the reduced legal fee to their attorney. On average, we've been able to reduce legal fees by 10%, but we have seen reductions up to 60%. For our services, we charge 17.5% of the saved amount, but if we are unable to reduce the legal fees, we don't charge our clients a fee at all. So you said that's important to understand. So let's just use um, simple figures. Let's say the, the attorney's bill was 100,000 rand and you brought it down to 80,000 rand. That's a 20,000 rand saving. You would charge 17.5% on the 20,000, which would be roughly, let's say, I don't know, 2,300 rand plus VAT, something like that. Exactly, uh, correct. I and you, what we, what we pick up very quickly is that in certain types of, of legal matters, the savings are much higher. So in your litigation matters, we're able to obtain savings uh, up to, up to very close to that 60%. Whereas in commercial matters, it really also depends on the type of instruction that was given, but, uh, litigation savings rank higher than your commercial savings. Yusha, can I ask you a question from another angle? I've got uh, many friends who are lawyers and I've been around in business, thank God, for many, many years. And you, you'll, you, I've sort of found these two categories of lawyers when it comes to billing. Those who are really on top of stuff and the moment they put the phone down, the note gets, making, gets made and within a couple of hours the bill is generated. And then there's other guys, um, and I think this applies a lot to certain advocates, where two, three months later, all of a sudden this gargantuan bill arrives because they just didn't get it together and then they sort of sat down one night and, you know, put it all together. Is, is, do you work maybe with the legal fraternity themselves where they've turned around to you and said, you should, Catherine, please, we like, we, our billing's a disaster. Can't you help us? So, Avi, that, uh, that's a very good question. The, the reality is that your law firms are based on the, like, the, the, they use the billable hour. The billable hour determines everything, your promotion in the company, your, your, your salary, absolutely everything, your bonus payment. So there's always an incentive to bill as many hours as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why we're finding this problem not only in South Africa, but it's a global problem of unethical and improper billing practices because of the manner in which lawyers choose to bill. We often find that when um, you set fee guidelines, when there's a strict fee guideline, which our companies also also planning on doing, where we set out what you can charge for certain things, uh-huh. how you go about charging that, and then we, we match those guidelines up with uh, are you actually doing that when we receive your invoice? 
that actually has a much better way of, of, of complying as opposed to where the lawyer is just putting through hours for that phone call, for that WhatsApp message. You're getting a, you're getting a bill for absolutely every single interaction. Uh, it's actually quite incredible um, the, the way this whole thing has grown and it's just to the other way it's morphed over time. Do you think it'll get to a point where um, average Joe will go see a lawyer and say, listen, I want to engage your services, but can we please make legal eye part of the the service up front so that, that I know that I'm being charged um, in a fair and equitable bill? Do you think it'll get to a point like that? So are we, currently there, there are no competitors providing the technology or services offered by legal ends in South Africa or throughout Africa. So your local competitors generally at this point in time include in-house legal counsel of companies as well as clients themselves who are able to simply negotiate a reduction of the legal fees. But what's then happening is that this practice is seen as the most effective way of, of achieving savings on clients' legal fees. You know, it would just simply be you going to your lawyer and say you don't like the amount that's been charged. Can you reduce it by 10%? But clients are merely then obtaining a saving on an inflated legal fee, which effectively reflects false savings. So our, we, we are in the process of obtaining a formal recommendation from the Law Society of South Africa, which is the governing body that regulates the interests of the attorney's profession and the public in South Africa. So hopefully from that formal recommendation, all legal consumers in South Africa will get to know about our service. And once they start speaking to their lawyer, they will immediately say, look, uh, once we receive your invoice, it's go- going to get processed by a company called Legal Lens, and they'll handle um, the negotiations of whether this legal invoice is, in fact, um, accurate. And, you know, Avi, the, the amount of traction that we've received um, already has been quite significant. We, re- we recently reviewed a legal invoice for an investment company based in Cape Town, and we were able to reduce the legal invoice by 29%. And we also, we currently in advanced discussions with um, some of the large banking institutions, insurance companies, and other investment companies in South Africa as well. Let me ask you, that investment company where you, where, where you reviewed the bill and had it reduced, what happened to the relationship between the lawyer and the client? Did that remain intact? I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a hell of a story. So we got the, we, uh, the client sent us the, the client sent us the invoice. We had a look at this invoice and the next thing we requested was this engagement letter. We went through the engagement letter and we saw, okay, look, they, we really, uh, we, we went through the, the engagement letter line by line to see, okay, this is exactly, um, what they say they'll only charge for. We matched those up with your invoice and there were extreme contradictions. Oh, wow. And from there, you know, the, 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 this investment company was using this law firm for quite a while, and they, they did have a very good relationship. And we, we, what we then did was that we went to this investment company, I mean, to the, to the law firm, and we said, going forward, this is how we want the, um, the billing to occur. Um, in accordance with your engagement letter, at all times, obviously, in accordance with your engagement letter, but these are further guidelines that we have set on behalf of our mutual client being the oh, investment wow. company. And so really what you did, you actually, besides saving the client money, you preserved the relationship because you ensured that there was trust on both sides, there was, um, you know, consensus on both sides, and everybody just understood that going forward, this is what the rate's going to be. Exactly. I mean, I think, like, there's a, 
we mustn't get confused with the, 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 and I say we, I mean me when I'm speaking, the, the lawyers aren't, so the editors aren't intentional. Not every editor is intentional. Some no. of them are, are negligent editors that's perhaps made by, by, uh, the billing secretary or any of the lawyers that just generally get tired and perhaps put in an amount that should not, that's not in accordance with the engagement letter. So some editors are, are, uh, uh, an actual error, while the others are based on billing practices that have the effect of resulting in inflated legal fees. So some of those practices include where a, let's say a, a partner or a director of a law firm is performing a task that should uh, generally be done by a junior level attorney. Uh-huh. So, so seeing a director photocopying or uh, collating bundles or paginating, those things should be done by a junior member, a junior attorney, or perhaps even your administrative, uh, administrative staff. Right. So, so that's just simply, you know, a billing, um, because it's not appropriate and therefore we can get it reduced. Um, unfortunately, we're really running out of time. I would love to speak to you guys. I really wanted to ask you how you sort of went through lockdown, no longer earning a salary and then sort of building this company. But unfortunately, we're out of time. I just want to give everybody your website address. It's Legal Lens. It's with two L's. So it's L-E-G-A-L-L-E-N-S dot C-O dot Z-A. Again, whoever designed your website, well done. It's simple. It's attractive. It's classy. It's easy to use. Um, and uh, people must just be in touch with you. Thank you so much, Avi. Also, if anyone wants to contact us um, via the telephone, our number is 063 063- Two seven six six eight six nine. Thank you. Uh, so- thank you so much, and thank you for coming on the show. It's always such a such a nice feeling to chat to people who are building a company based on sound ethics, adding value to both parties on the side, and you know being able. It's just a win-win solution for everybody. Well, best of luck, and uh, please be in touch via Michelle so that we can sort of uh, just track your progress and chat to you in a few months' time. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Avi. Thanks, Avi. Great. Thanks, everybody. Just to let you know that we're going to be ending this Zoom um, interview. I'm going to be going off air for a few secs. Then I'm going to bring up the next one. So we'll speak to you in a few minutes. Hi, FM. 101.9 megahertz of life.